I'm so excited. What's that? This is Mystery Cheese, the podcast about field trips. I'm Leslie. Hi, I'm Dot. And we've got producer Nicole as our guest today. Hello. So we uh, we have a lot of very exciting things to talk about, but I think we should start with what we're excited about. What are you excited about, Dot? So I'm excited about this new thing I purchased, and I realize I do talk about my hair a lot, but this is actually really good for <laughs> men and women. Actually, it's a genius invention, I think, that it's like a gel cap, and you put it in the microwave for two minutes, and it comes out piping hot, and you put it on like a swim cap. If you put like coconut oil in your hair underneath, it just cooks your scalp and your hair and it keeps you warm in the winter. And I've been using it like every single day. Is it like baby feet for your hair? Yes. And it conditions your scalp and it's great for if people want to like grow their hair, fix damaged hair, and you just chill with the little cap on in 30 minutes and you're super toasty and it smells good. It's great. That's a good one. That I know. Is, especially because in December, it actually got cold in LA. Yeah. I mean, men and women should use it because everyone who doesn't like shiny, nice, healthy hair. So. Everyone could use a little me time. Yeah. And then you can like make a concoction with coconut oil, essential oils, and then put some other things in there and an egg and avocado and you got yourself a sandwich hair. <laughs> <laughs> All good things for your hair. So I thought I would share that. Breakfast is done. <laughs> and breakfast off your head. Nicole, what are you excited about? I'm excited. I'm going to Tucson to see my sister for Christmas. That's going to be awesome. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to um, be a road trip for you and the pup. Yeah. Are you driving? You're driving. I am driving. Oh. Yeah. Um, we both have old deaf dogs, so it'll be fun to see the two deaf dogs bouncing around together. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> or probably just sleeping the whole time. Either way. <laughs> like bouncing and sleeping. In good right. company either totally. way. Yeah. And I'm excited. <laughs> I'm just like reveling and like, oh, that's sweet. I know. The, the vision in my mind of like two little like bouncing, kind of like this scene in The Simpsons where he starts dreaming about the land of chocolate and it's him running <laughs> with these chocolate bunnies, except they're old deaf dogs. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I got a tree planted in front of my house by the city and I'm very excited because I was I was being civic minded. Uh, I, I'm on next door, which is basically like a gossip board for neighborhoods <laughs> so what what is next door exactly so when you said you're like i just like woke up and there was a tree outside and I, the city gave it to me i was like what tell I'm, me more because i kind of want to sign up for it so you should to be f- fair i'm still not 100 percent sure what i did <laughs> <laughs> okay so i saw it on next door next door is like a craigslist but it's like or- organized by neighborhood and it can be like hey have you seen this person they broke into my car or i lost my dog or i'm selling something and it's uh, it's free. It's throughout the city, and it's 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 basically just like a message board for neighborhoods, more mm-hmm. or less. But the city of LA also posts things, and like the local police department. So sometimes there's like just good information on there. Some scandal in some neighborhood, and the the article I was reading said that people were gossiping on next door, and I thought I love gossip, <laughs> <laughs> so I joined. But this wasn't gossip. This was I think it was through the um, 
like the DWP had posted something. But basically, I know we have like water concerns in LA, but also if we turned all hardscaping, it will literally change the climate of Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. we do, we can't go all hardscaping because hardscaping lets water evaporate. And then the difference between night and day will be actually bigger and more like the desert that we naturally are. So it's like this weird thing where we can't, we still need to landscape things. And then one of the questions on the questionnaire was whether or not my house was air conditioned. So the shade of trees lowers uh, the need for, for air conditioning and, and, and things and like lowers our... So you wouldn't have gotten a tree if your house was air conditioned? I don't know, but it was one of the questions. I think they were... I, they, maybe like, there's... What? Tell me what to say. <laughs> well, your, car, so your house is not air conditioned, so that's no, easy. No, it's not. But and it's just in this the median strip um, in front of my house. So I signed up for it and then they're like, thanks for signing up. And then I got an email and they're, uh, from a different organization that I would have to refer to my email, but I'm not going to, that said, hey, like we're planting trees and we're going to come and inspect and make sure there's enough space and then we're going to pick a tree that works with the the landscaping of your neighborhood so you didn't get to pick the tree no they were going to like pick something that was kind of drought tolerant that was also appropriate because there's some jacarandas on this like those big purple flowery ones Mm -hmm. and then further down there's some oak trees but those oak trees keep falling over so i don't think that that's probably a good tree and you're getting the purple orchid i'm getting the purple orchid and if no one knows what that is google it because the beautiful i didn't know what it was (laughs) Uh, maybe a month ago they sent me that email that they were going to inspect and make sure that it was an appropriate place to to put a tree and then I came out to walk the dog at 8 30 in the morning and there was a tree like a six foot tall beautifully planted tree in front of my <laughs> it's house like Christmas morning <laughs> but it wasn't there the night before it's crazy That's- I take the dog out at like 10 to do like a final walk and there was no tree and then by 8 30 in the following no the only, no the only note says uh purple orchid tree it just like it just identifies the species and you have That's to amazing. you have to commit to taking care of it for like the next five years it takes that long for like the roots to get established and so it's like 10 10 gallons of water a week or something okay i have to look i will find the link and we can put it on our whatever once i figure out what i did <laughs> on our i legitimately just saw i'm like i want a tree and then i filled it out and i don't remember what i did or where it was or I who they were an and now i have a tree awesome thing to be excited about so in the email did they tell you okay you need to commit to taking care of this tree and then they gave you all the instructions on what to do oh yeah like well, it's not heavily it's not heavily instructed in the original like whatever google google doc that i filled out to apply for a tree uh, it just says that you need to because they'll plant it, but they're not going to come and water it for you. So yeah. it didn't because it, I, also because the tree hadn't been planted yet, there weren't specific instructions. But they said on average, like a tree requires like ten gallons a week until the roots get established. Because once the roots get in there, it can find more water, and it's like they they don't need to be. But like new plantings are a little bit delicate. Yeah, so they didn't. You just had to basically like pledge to take. They're like, we'll give you a tree, but you can't kill it. And I said, I promise. whoever you are i promise (laughs) so i'm very excited about that and as soon as i figure out um how to do it i'm going to tell everyone and then you guys can get your tree let's all get trees yeah they'll be friends what was our field trip this week we went to swazzle and what is swazzle swazzle is the puppet shop that we've been dying to go to your uh your dear friend that has been hyping it up for so long that we finally got to go and they were having an open house to promote uh Krampus. Yeah. Merry Christmas Krampus. Yes. Merry Christmas Krampus. I just finished up this big project um that I've been working on for like three, three and a half years with um this this woman, Carrie, and her husband Patrick. And Carrie is Mr. and Mrs. Puppet. 
Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Puppet, who I've, <laughs> if you're a friend of mine, you've been hearing about the puppets. Patrick is one of the, the co-founders, co-owners of, of Swazzle. And so I've been dying to go. So I know him because I've been decorating his house for the last couple of years. And they've got all these fun things. And we did this Disney-themed bathroom. Like, they're just this cool couple. And Carrie wrote a book on Disney weddings. And she has a Disney, Disney wedding podcast huh. where she interviews people that are getting married at Disneyland. And also Disney World and some of the other what parks. What is it called? Uh, Disney Weddings is the book and also she has a, a great blog called Disney Travel Babble and it's about going to the parks and like special things that you can do. Did you know that you can go before the park opens and have breakfast at the Jungle Cruise? <gasps> wow, I didn't know that. Before the park, that would be like really early, that would be like 7 Am. Yeah, the park's closed and like, you know where they, um, the rhinos. It's just like eating at the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, like That's that. Like exclusive restaurant. I did. Uh, and the Jungle Cruise is untouched and the most amazing ride I think there still. I love the Jungle Cruise. Yes. Because the robotic hippo. I, my sister and I reference <laughs> that don't worry, it's only dangerous if it wiggles its ears and blow bubbles like yeah. all the time. I know, so many good puns. <laughs> they like have to, like they have to have it as part of their job. It's great. <laughs> bad jokes. Uh, bad jokes. Yeah, so she's they, super interesting. I've, it's been really great getting to know them and I've also like learned a lot about Disney and like they introduced me to Mary Blair who is a, a like a classic Disney colorist who um, did a lot of the background art for some famous movies and also um, did some of the concept art for It's a Small World. It's mm. she's super interesting because it was kind of a boys club. It's like the nine old Ben yeah. plus Mary Blair. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so getting to know them has been really interesting. So Patrick and his twin brother Sean are puppet puppeteers and puppet makers and so i've been completely fascinated with the two of them because they've never had real jobs they've only ever been puppeteers because after jim henson died uh, it kind of sparked something in them and they started performing at birthday parties when they were in junior high like with their handmade puppet yeah and how old junior high so you're so like junior high like 13, 13. yeah, yeah. So amazing the, and so the two of them i mean so they have like like almost 30 years experience of building puppets and they're like not not terribly old yeah so it's fascinating and then they're very sort of well known with like the sort of foam work and things they do so Mm -hmm. yeah they've worked on like so many cool projects that I had no idea but we got to see a lot of the puppets when we went in yeah and when they did that Muppet Revival show they actually were both puppeteers for some of the Muppets on that show yeah you remember it came out a couple years ago they worked on the Dark Crystal that's coming out Yes. They were, uh, we didn't get to see any of those puppets though. No, because I I don't think they can even show them to us. Uh, And they also, they were saying, he was saying that they're known for their foam work. So they actually did like the inside of a lot of the. the I see they're having a class that you can learn how to make your own puppet. That looks amazing. Yes. I should research when it is and you can sign up. I don't think it's part of their Kickstarter. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's a certain level. You pay whatever level that is and then you get the class. Do you know how much that? I I do. It was $1,500 and you get a five-day, 40-hour, one-on-one puppet instructions. It's only open to five people. I am not going to do it, but... (laughs) Honestly, like these guys are like world class puppet builders. That's Can a we start a Kickstarter to go to the Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's like that's a steal because there's, I mean, with the exception of like Cal Arts, like there's no place to go. And even Cal Arts is part of their theater program. There's yeah. no place just to go and learn how to build puppets. Yeah. And everybody kind of builds in their own style. So if you were interested, that is a steal. A class of five with, with yeah. Patrick and Sean. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to do it because I don't need to, to have another expensive hobby, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's incredible. Their studio was very organized too, I will say. So they had an open house. So they're having they're doing a book called Merry Christmas Krampus and it's about Krampus taking over Christmas from Santa and what happens. 
and it's being it's going to be a photography book so they're, they're sort of it's sort of stop motion except it's not motion it's just stop <laughs> it's just stop <laughs> and so oh, for uh, their kickstarter they they uh to, to hype it up they're like hey sign up for our mailing list we're going to open up our kickstarter if you got if the first 50 people you guys can come to our open house so that's how we happen to get in because i have been asking mrs puppet to get me in for like six months and i haven't heard anything back so i thought that was a polite way of saying um like mind your own business lady <laughs> We've been talking about this for at least a year about going. So at least a year. Yeah. How excited were you when I sent you that email? I, yeah, and I was. I felt like it. It was an exclusive offer, and I was like, "We're in." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they've got a little front desk and a little reception area, and then the rest of it's just workshop. Like, I mean, I guess I don't know how I pictured the making of puppets, but it's a uh, beautifully well, organized. It was yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, I just saw like a bunch of bins and like. Um, the first thing we saw was the woman that was painting, that painted the Krampus faces. Yeah. Andrea, yeah. Andrea Coleman. Yeah. Uh, she was super cool. Yeah. She did these like leather. They're more dolls than puppets, I guess. They're it's sort of a, a hybrid. Shape that she sews together and stuffs them very tightly full of foam. Like, and she uh, hand stitches too, which is incredible. Yeah. I was like, what machine? It looked like a machine stitched it. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, no. Should I just do that? So she's a collaborator on the book. She's doing the character character design and then they're doing all the backgrounds, I think. And she's fascinating. She said that she started working in leather because she had had a handbag line and had all this leftover leather. Yeah. And just started making little creatures and then just hand painting their faces. But she's like was like low key like oh yeah well I also like you know do, do background painting for Disney animation and this <laughs> she other just time kept going yeah she had so like, many what? layers <laughs> yeah and then she was talking with Jake about um, some 3D graphics program that she was interested in and finally I was like listen lady you can't do everything beautifully damn it <laughs> but she can but she can and she does yeah but like low key about all of it just like mm-hmm. oh, here's another amazing thing that's like whatevs <laughs> yeah so she made all uh, the Krampus puppets or all of the puppets for the she, book I think she made all the figures and they had the worked figures. on a short film for Disney a few years ago they were saying so they're in the box was an example of the puppets that they had done used for that almost mm-hmm. like puppets in stop motion had a baby and you bought a book I did buy a book I did too did you get your drawing no because I did it after the fact which yeah, is so fine. if you bought a book before the tour, you get a free drawing. Well, I think if you did it online at the time too, yeah, there was a for thirty five dollars and up. Um, you can for thirty five bucks, you get a book whenever they finish it and they mail it to you, which is great. Like you're just mm-hmm. basically pre buying the book, and yeah. that means my shopping's done for somebody for next year. So if you got a Krampus book, now you know where it came from, and you can still get one. You can still get one. Um, they it's open till like I think January fifth. The Kickstarter they've got some cool gifts, and then um, and it was thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars, and they mail you the book, and then they also came with a, a drawing, like a hand drawn um, character drawing of Krampus, gift. and Andrea signed it. I mean, the studio was great. And it was so cute. And it was really fun to see um, Patrick in his element, too, mm-hmm. because, I, you know, I'm used to seeing him at home. And it's like Carrie and I do. Like, and he's definitely on board. And he's done in the, the Haunted Mansion bathroom that we did, it, which it turned out gorgeous because it's like this historic wallpaper that they use in the lobby there. He did all of the, um, like, faux painting of the ceiling to make it look like a coffered ceiling in the bathroom. Wow. And it, it's bonkers. It's really cool. They've yeah. done, I mean, they, he did that. And it was like, so I, I knew he's a really talented maker. Yeah, he um, showcased some of the puppets for us, too, and even did their voices. I know. I love that. Loved was that. My, that was, yeah, I was like, that was my favorite part. We had like our own little private puppet show. 
preview. <laughs> well, and there was people that were, um, so I'm not part of the puppet scene. I think I feel. <laughs> I think we are now because I think this podcast is all about us going on field trips to see puppets. <laughs> we talk about puppets I know. a lot. So we plug the puppets a lot. Because there was definitely some people there that were hardcore puppet, either makers or enthusiasts. And so it was interesting watching that because it's like coming from such a different perspective because we're we, we walk in yay it's fun it's interesting <laughs> and these people were asking like really intense technical questions right, about yeah. how to like make a moving mouth the swazzle is really busy i mean they have a lot of things so it was interesting to learn about some of the other things they do like the puppet rentals for um like licensed shows like they do puppets for avenue q that that rent to regional theater and also they have a bunch of audrey's that go to high schools and things which i thought that was audrey's, really interesting a bunch of audrey's yeah yeah to, like they have a whole horror. set yeah. <laughs> that was really interesting I to know. learn that there's a whole nother part of their business besides just the original things that they do yeah and, and the little prince was another <gasps> i love that fox yeah so that was one of the other puppets that we got to see from the um, the traveling performance. Yeah, and that was something that Sean was the director on that and somebody wrote the book. So that was a, a traveling thing that was sort of their thing where they did all the, the character development and, and that was really their show as opposed to something that they come and work on. And they did the puppets for that uh, new Showtime TV show, Kidding, with yes, Jim Carrey. Yes, and, yeah, and they yeah. pu- they made them and puppeteer a lot of them, too. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to, but I don't have Showtime. If you have Showtime, can you invite us over to watch some of the... Just get the, the free trial and just binge watch that show <laughs> and then just cancel. Were the I little mean, pickles part of that show? I don't know. They're so cute, they though. The cu- they were my favorite. I feel like I did see them <laughs> I in know some I know, too. <laughs> we were like, look at those little pickles. <laughs> I love peppermint. Also, peppermint's breath peppermint. smelled like peppermint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> peppermint. If you check our Instagram, you can see all the puppets. Peppermint is like... Um, there are pictures. Like a Yeti, a square totally. boxy Yeti with candy fuzzy cane horns. <laughs> a fuzzy marshmallow with candy cane horns. And uh, like the, her her jaw, I think it's a her or a boy. I don't know. She had a deep voice. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> so do I. Them. Them's <laughs> jaw dropped and had like a little... Oh, a little flap, a little flapper, a little mouth flapper, a, a and very large frowning mouth. So, when you uh, googled what swazzle means, what did you come up with, Leslie? So, I'm still not sure what I just learned. <laughs> we did do some prep for this show, which is unusual for us. But I, I googled swazzle, and it is apparently um, a thing that goes in the roof of the mouth of a performer who's performing punch a punch and Judy to lower their voice and make the wheezy sounds. I don't <laughs> know professor. what a, I mean. I've heard of punch and Judy. I didn't know it was a thing. Where, and then the performers are called professors. I don't know what any of that means. And I, apparently this thing they put in their mouth to change the it's that thing is called the swazzle. That thing right? is called the swazzle. And but, some and people swallow, swallow it. And some people put a string on it to keep from swallowing it. And Stephen Fry says if you haven't swallowed two swazzles, you're not a professor yet. <laughs> I don't know what any of those things mean that I just said. We may or may not be insane just by like saying that. Also, we're wearing shark suits. <laughs> just, just we did fail share. to mention that because I Patrick mentioned something about, um, I think, was it a walk along? Is that what he was saying? The big puppets were called because there was some like mm-hmm, a walk along. Mm-hmm. And so I asked what the difference between a mascot and a walk along was. And he said mascots are cheap and they're all based on the same frame. Obviously, mascots are, are uh, low quality, according to the tone of voice that I heard. <laughs> yeah, but I still don't understand what makes it a puppet as opposed to like a character or a mascot. So do you think we're mascots or walk alongs right now in our shark suits? I think you guys are comfortable. 
Very correct and accurate. I don't know. Well, what would Big Bird be? He's a walk-along. He's a walk-along. Oh, I learned something very fascinating about Big Bird. Which is? It changed my life. So there's a guy inside of Big Bird, but he's not as tall as Big Bird. He uses one hand for Big Bird's mouth, and his other hand works an arm. Say his right hand will make Big Bird talk, and his left hand will make his arm move. So Big Bird's two arms never work at the same time, or never yeah, move at the same that's time. That's mind-blowing. Yeah, that just blew my mind. I've Game never changer. noticed that. So now we're all going to like watch Sesame And Street. he's eight feet and some odd inches tall, Big Bird. I never questioned how he worked, really. I no. didn't either. I just assumed it was a person walking around and talking. I honestly made like, no assumptions at all about it. Like, I just Big Bird said, was just Big Bird. Yeah, he, he was exactly, just Big Bird. And he moved himself, as far yeah. as I was concerned. I mean, how do I walk? Is there a small person in me that has to take <laughs> my mouth? Just, the shark it is now. Does only one of my arms move at once? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, it kind of changed my life. Yeah. Well, puppeteering seems like it's really physical because I have seen pictures. Mm -hmm. You should swazzles like look at their Instagram. They have a really good Instagram. They um, right now it's a a lot of the the Krampus things, but they also have taken lives where they answer questions. And Sean and and Patrick have a YouTube channel where they do uh, videos about how to and various questions that people have. And they're fun and informative. Like, I don't build puppets, but I still like watching this stuff because it's interesting to, to find out how things are done. Yeah. And uh, they also have done a few different tours for Atlas Obscura. You know, they, they do tours. So that's if you are dying to get into Swazzle, you, sh- you should. And uh, keep an eye on the Atlas Obscura because they do tours per- like quarterly whenever they're not busy. Mm-hmm. And in the pictures, they're showing everyone how to do because, you know, Muppets are, are uh, there's a hand inside with Muppets. It's yeah, not like, like upper body like movement. Yeah. And, and so they're all doing this like picture. You have an elephant trunk. Mm-hmm. You're making the elephant trunk uh, thing with your, you're pinching your fingers together. I'm just watching you do the motion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's no also one, the- no one can see you, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm trying to describe it as best yeah, I can. The, I know. You know, the, the, the sure. elephant arm with the pincher on mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. And that is how all that. But imagine do, holding your arm like this for hours because you're in multiple takes. They must be so strong. Yeah. Don't fight puppeteers. <laughs> <laughs> Check out their Instagram. Uh, it's very active. They've got some great videos. They're super informative. They're really charming. And then Sean at the end was like, if you guys think of any more questions, just go ahead. You know, like, like hit us up. Like they're, they are so passionate about what they do. And they're very good at what they do, but they're not elitist. They're interested in everyone coming to the table, which I think is really nice. Yeah. Because like, like they could, share. you know, they could be super swaggery swazzles about it. I'm they, just could gonna... swaggery, <laughs> they could be swaggery swazzles. But they, they are so uh, excited ab- about making things and about other people also being interested in making things. I think that that, yeah, that enthusiasm is really contagious. And that's probably more than anything why I love watching their little videos. Yeah, you love seeing people do what they love. Yeah, it's passion. And yeah. it's like they made us high on puppets. They made us high on puppets. We were all left like super giddy. And I, Jacob I almost wouldn't let us in the car. <laughs> I was high for a few days on puppets. And I was also inspired to really think hard about making cheese puppets, mystery cheese puppets. One for, like, one for puppets. each of us. I, I would love it. Okay, so if we made a I've always cheese... wanted a Muppet of myself. Yeah. I, We've I talked about this. looking about this. online and trying to find tutorials, so I'll look at their YouTube. I'm really now thinking what type of cheese each of us would be. So this oh. is going to be a fun thing. Oh. Well, do you, what are you thinking so far? 
I'm not sure. I need to look at some more cheese. Are you trying to? Ma- <laughs> I've been researching cheese. <laughs> like someone looks at your like Google queue, they're just like, okay, well, she's really into some weird cheese. What is this? Like your spirit animal, but in cheese, you're yeah. trying to yes. find out like what the essence of well, each when you of go us to a are. Cheese yes. shop. What do you when they're like, well, what kind of cheese do you like? What do no, you say? it's what kind of cheese are you? Yeah. Like? As far as puppets go, I think I have to look at cheese and the shape of cheese and kind of figure out. Well, all cheese can be a wedge if you try hard enough. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) So we also promised a gift guide, even though we're probably going to put this up on Christmas Day. Um, But gift guides are eternal. And I think um, this is this this could be for any occasion. Doesn't just have to be the holidays. So we were each going to say two things that we thought would be great gifts and that are roughly field trip adjacent. So I found this artist named, her name is Ellen Surrey. Well, we'll post it up on the uh, the Instagram. So she did these little, I think there are 10 of them, little two and a half by three and a half uh, prints of the Bob Baker puppets. The sexy cat's in there. The sexy cat is in ah, there. And so is Happy yeah. the dog. I don't remember all of them, but... Like the iconic Bob Baker puppets. Yeah. And all of the proceeds she makes from those prints go to the theater. So They're really cute. I want all of them. They're, yeah, they're they're very, like, sort of 60s, brightly colored. And I believe they're $25 a piece. They're cute. We should buy them all. And That's a good that, one. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, it's, like, a great gift. It would be nice. Like, a gift... To, I always say a good gift is something that you'd love to have, but you wouldn't necessarily buy yourself. And yeah. there's so, particularly in Los Angeles, so many people um, you've talked about having had your birthday parties there. Like there's so many people. have. I went to one of their last shows. Oh, you did? Yeah. And yeah, it was bittersweet. Now, yeah. And they're closed. But um, but they're going to be on the road. And they're going to find yeah. a new home. Yes. And they're playing at the Pasadena Playhouse, the um, Nutcracker. So they have a little bit of a residency for yeah. now. And there's talk of a ice cream truck, which I would like to book for my next function. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. An ice cream truck full of puppets that have sort of like, so think of it as like a mobile puppet theater with like, instead of um, ice cream through a window, there's puppets in there. Mm. That's amazing. I want that. Puppets serving you ice cream? I hope so. That would be great. <laughs> See, again with the puppets. Yeah. <laughs> Always comes back to puppets Always and cheese. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> cheese and puppet back. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Except we're not hardcore enough for the hardcore puppet people. They're going to be like, who are these amateurs? <laughs> they don't even know how puppets work. They don't know the difference between a mascot and a walk-along. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've never even heard of a walk-along before. And they're wearing shark suits. <laughs> shark <laughs> suits. out for something. <laughs> shark suits aren't puppets. <laughs> I am a living puppet. I, I do want to do a little humble brag. These were my Halloween costume. Uh, Jake and I were sharks. It was remember when Katy Perry did the halftime show and we there was left shark. Yeah. yeah. So we had an elaborate scheme to have a bunch of different Missy Elliotts from very different phases <laughs> of her life. Missy Elliott in the trash bag. I know because that's the best one. Yeah. Uh, and we were gonna have a bunch of uh, battling left sharks, and we got as far as a couple of left sharks. So here we are. So, Dot, what is your um, holiday shopping? Um, so, my gift guide, I think... Okay, so I've been on this natural hot springs kick, and I went to the Big Sur, like, Esalon... I think that's what it's called. Um, springs, and um, so apparently there's a bunch of hot springs all over Southern California that you can go to that are, like, empty, and you don't have to go, like, three in the morning like I had to. Um, so, one of them is in the Salton Sea, and I researched, and it's natural hot springs, and I love the Salton Sea, and... People think it's like a waste dump. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. So my gift would be the certificate to the Natural Hot Springs 
force the people to go out to Salton Sea because it's not going to be around for much longer. They're tearing it all up because it's just like a bunch of like, it smells like rotten, I guess. It but still like, smells. It still smells. But when you drive in there, you just like, it's so beautiful and vast. and like. Well, there was also like a dam. So it was, uh, it's semi-man-made because of a dam or something. And then mm-hmm. a lot of it is runoff from the agriculture in the area. But yeah, it back ha- in its heyday, like in the 50s and 60s, like the Beach Boys would vacation there, like a bunch of celebrities would. And it was like beautiful. And, and then everything just started to rot. <laughs> yeah. And it's adjacent to Palm Springs and Joshua Tree also. So it's like a three-hour drive from LA. Yeah. Um, But also past the Salton Sea is Salvation Mountain, which is like huge beautiful art installation everyone you, yeah you shot a bunch of things there yeah and i actually i'm like dying to go back any excuse to go back it's like an amazing place anyways the natural hot springs i found are there are some in the salt uh at the salton sea but it's at like a old folk like recreation center so like on their website they have like a bunch of um like seniors doing like water aerobics and sounds amazing yeah and then they also have hot springs there you know now that i'm middle-aged i'm really focused on my retirement mine is the museum of jurassic technology membership for 50 bucks you can go as much as you want with a guest uh if you've never been you should go they're open what thursday friday saturday sunday they have this incredible tea room where they always have tea and cookies available. And then you can go and sit out in their garden with all of their pigeons. Yeah, we did a whole episode on that one. We'll find the number. Absolutely. Well, and our guest was Madeline. And Madeline actually got a membership. She's like, she like booked a job and is a treat to herself. Got her the membership. It comes with this cute little pin they send you. You get 10% off of the gift shop. And their gift shop is nutso. It's so good. Yeah. And it's like, supporting this crazy weird art it's a project gift within a gift within a gift yeah and you could go as much as you want hang out with those birds and eat cookies yeah free free cookies free and cookies. tea and like this beautiful outdoor patio they also have um special events during the year of like esoteric music and they tend to show like sell out so um, people that are members get first dibs at tickets so 50 bucks you you can bring a guest you get a pin you get a discount and you get pre-sale tickets for music. So that's, and that's it's great. for it's good for a year. It's good for a year. Um, there's good. also a student senior membership for thirty-five dollars. Um, but if you're not a student or a senior, uh, active membership fifty bucks. Done. I'm sold. We should get one for Mystery Cheese Crew. Yeah, <laughs> we're all just gonna get one for each other. That's our- <laughs> so this is our holiday episode, our first ever, and then we're gonna get back to posting in January when things have calmed down. But I felt like we should uh, we should do this. It's timely. Also, um, give to Krampus. Please follow us on Instagram, Mystery underscore Cheese. Correct. <laughs> Question one. <laughs> we'll actually update our website one of these days, MysteryCheese.com. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.